While you're setting up, Doug, I was just, um, you know, how we talk about Scott and Jeff on the show quite a bit, you know, how we joke around about where they went and stuff. Yeah. You know, but uh, did you know that they're actually missing and presumed dead? Yes. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought we were just joking around about it. I probably wouldn't have joked around so much about it if I knew they were actually. Oh, that's, that's why I was joking. around. I thought you knew. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I got an extra squeaky chair tonight for today's show. You got a new mic? I got an extra squeaky chair. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, review it all you want, star reviewers. Tip and Doug or Scott and Jeff, what happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. Yeah, the new theme song. That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. Uh, welcome to the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. I'm Kip. And I'm Doug. And you're listening to Tospoisage. It's a podcast. Pronounced just how it sounds. Yeah. Wait, pronounced how it sounds? Yeah, pronounced just how it sounds. (laughs) Yeah, and it's spelled uh, just how it's pronounced. It is. It is. (laughs) So for all of those people, like, I mean, there's, I I assume that once people figure out all the spelling and everything like that, the numbers will skyrocket. Oh, yeah. The the computer algorithms, uh, spell checkers haven't learned to fill in tosplissage when you're trying to type, you know, the or top or to, you know, to and from. Uh, right. Eventually it will autocorrect to tosplissage. We are uh, considered the top podcast in America, but only uh, in places that you can't follow up that claim on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we should bring talk about our guest today. It's kind of a big deal. Um, I think it's all we should talk yeah. about. Yeah, so she is. Um, she's here to promote uh, uh, Netflix's much-anticipated Pinocchio. Um, she's also starring in Guillermo del Toro's new movie, um, the psychological thriller Nightmare Alley. Uh-huh. Um, Kate Blanchett is here tonight. Welcome, Kate. Good That's to have exciting. you here. Uh, Kate? Where are you... Kate, Hello? where are you going? Kate? Kate, you're muted. She she's must be having some internet issues here. Kate? Kate Blanchett? Uh, Kate, we don't have time for this. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to do our emergency fill-in guest. He is a stand-up comedian and a comedy actor. <laughs> and he's here to promote his new screenplay. It's Douglas Perkins. Yeah. I'm actually writing a a pilot called Airheads. And it's about, air is spelled H-E-I-R. And it's about uh, super wealthy people. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, and how they're monsters. I was thinking thinking that you were going to say that, um, you know how they're taking all the old movies and making them into TV shows? Like what? Airheads. 
That oh, movie, the, yeah. Where they break <laughs> into the radio station and you turn it into a serialized. That's a movie uh, I l- watched a lot. That's a good, yeah, me too. That Airheads too. movie. Good, good film. A band that hijacks uh, a radio station and forces the guy to play their, their hit, their tunes. Wasn't it Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and Steve Buscemi? Yeah, something like that. Uh, have we rambled enough for the start of the show? Oh, God, yes. get into it? <laughs> okay, Doug. What you got? What you got this week? What you got? All right, so I looked up some reviews of this bookstore called The Last Bookstore. It's in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. And it is a, uh, it's a used bookstore but it also has new books. It's a hybrid of, uh, of both. Have you been and there? It's a, yeah, I've been there quite a bit. I like it. It's, um, but being downtown, you know, there's uh, a little stricter security rules there. Okay, okay. And, and they make people, like, check their bags and stuff. Also, uh, the last bookstore is a place that many people, I can only speak for the female side, uh, they take their dating profile pictures there. Oh yeah, it's because they're smart and they're edgy. Uh, it's to show they're, that they're fun and smart because yeah. there's like this little archway made out of books, and they stand in there, and it's very unoriginal. And everybody has that it. picture, huh? Oh yeah, every yeah. girl. A lot of people. Here's I don't. I think maybe you go the other way with this, Doug. Yeah, you just get a picture of yourself in that exact same spot and just make your main profile picture and just wait for him to come to you. Just wait for the ladies to flock to you. Well, there's like <laughs> six different dating profile pictures that are an automatic swipe left mm-hmm. for me. Okay. One of them is that last bookstore. Mm-hmm. And then there's this like pair of wings painted on a wall that everyone stands by. Yeah. You know, it yep. makes you look like you have wings. Yeah. And then there's these people who went to the ice cream museum where you yeah. could like uh you could like uh roll around in a, a bathtub full of sprinkles hmm. and get your picture taken. Hmm. No thanks. I am not I'm not prepared for this amount of h- hilarious spontaneous fun. <laughs> you know? It's interesting. They are they like first date suggestions? You know what I mean? Like I are think they like I think the place, like the ice cream museum, it just exists for to get people there to take Instagram photos. Sure, yeah. like that's sure. it. Yeah. That's the only reason that place exists. Yeah, uh, and that infuriates you. For, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it infuriates me. Anyway, uh, Quan X gives the last bookstore one star and says, "Instagram whores everywhere." <laughs> Guys come to hit on girls while yeah. girls pretend to be interested in books. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I had to get out ASAP and go to the central library where the real book lovers are. <laughs> Fuck this place. He's a like a real angry, hardcore book lover. <laughs> this place is for for looking at books and reading about books and you know enjoying books. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, of course. That is funny though to pretend to look at books because they must do some pretending to look at books before they take the picture. It's like when you're 
when you wander around inside a store before you try to buy alcohol uh, before you're 21. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to wander around, open a crack a few books, you know, read a couple pages, and then go, yeah. oh, what's this thing? And then be surprised to see the book arch. I do love that <laughs> idea of acting normal before you, you do something that's not even really shady. But it's like, like yeah, going around the uh, the liquor store trying to prove you're 21 before you would a would a 18 year old do this? I don't think so. <laughs> Take That's a look really and funny. see. You got you guys got any uh, charcoal <laughs> for a barbecue? They don't like kids barbecue. No way. Uh, Andrea S. of El Cajon, California, says, <laughs> please read this. First off, let me say that this Don't bookstore is one of- Don't do it, dude. What? She's begging you to read it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't give her the satisfaction. No, she's, she's getting what she wants. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, first off, let me say that this bookstore is one of our favorite places to visit when we come to L.A. That's why we chose it to take our engagement photos. Ooh. The lady at the front desk quoted us $50 to take her engagement pictures for one hour. That seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the guy who works in the back of the store came running up and yelled at her that she wasn't charging us enough. He said she should charge us 100 or 150 for the hour. <laughs> well, like, yeah, they're going to they're gonna choose the, whatever the lowest number was you'd tell them. <laughs> Like, so does it? What does it mean? You, it mean? This means like it's not just somebody's phone. It means they're going to bring like some professional photographer in with them or something. Yeah, they they brought a okay. photographer with okay. them. Okay, and said we said that's fine. We'll pay if that's what it costs. Let me just say that we actually had no idea they even charged a fee to take pictures in the bookstore. Are they coming straight from the wedding? No, this is their engagement photo. Oh, engagement photos. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, so they went to a different part of the store that apparently belongs to someone else hmm. and they wanted to take pictures in that part and they said again we had no idea the store was sectioned off after we said that we would pay more the rude guy looked at the other guy and said hey what do you want to charge him like 100 150 more bucks how much do you want my photographer said forget it and we just ended up leaving nice bookstore but just don't try and take any pictures here I will also add that we spend a lot of money in this bookstore every time we come to L.A., but after experiencing this kind of treatment, even after paying their fees, we will not be coming back. You should treat your customers with respect and courtesy, especially if they are paying you money for their very special moment. (laughs) You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people... Uh, going on to look up reviews for this place because they're also thinking about taking their uh, engagement photos there. <laughs> right, yeah. I uh, Do the not idea of en- take your engagement photos at this bookstore. Find a different bookstore to take your engagement photos at. Okay, here's Grace F. from Richardson, Texas. Whoa. Says, Just yeah, for the bookstore? No, no, no. no. <laughs> they, they really need to quit copying an attitude in this place. I was there to read a book and buy one if I liked it. However, they didn't have a bathroom. What kind of a place doesn't have a bathroom? I'm not going back. But then Josh S. uh, wrote, he's the business owner, and he wrote, Sorry you had a bad experience. 
we do have a bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Yeah. I went to read a full book. She's going to read a full book and then maybe buy it. Ah, I've already read this. I don't think I'm going to buy it. (laughs) Realize I read this one before. Yeah, I I read this one just now. So, uh, yeah, I don't really want to buy it. I I know how it ends. Why why would I buy this? The ending is ruined. She's she's there long enough that she has to use the bathroom a few times. (laughs) Yeah. Um, A lot of people also complained that the place smelled like piss. So... Mm. Maybe maybe the, that they lady, did have yeah. trouble finding the bathrooms. Yeah, just peeing straight down the chair leg. Uh, here's Julie J says, A nice place to take your Instagram pictures and look around, but do not bother selling your books here. So they also buy books from people. Mm-hmm. They totally rip you off. You have a better chance of getting your money back through reselling your books at Amazon. I had brand new books worth over $50, and they wanted to purchase each for under $10. What the fuck? Plus, you have to look for parking and walk around the store carrying your heavy load with no assistance from the staff. Sad. No customer service whatsoever. P.S. Save your money and rent books from the library. This this bookstore is trying to turn a profit. <laughs> How dare they? I, I also have never, I, I guess maybe some people do this, but I never buy a book with the intent to get my money back no when i'm no. done with it this lady's flipping books over there it's got a book yeah. flipping operation going on i'm gonna dust this off and sell it for twice as much <laughs> yeah it's, it's brand new <laughs> i didn't even read it <laughs> not a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right, Kip, what you got? Oh, what do I got? What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Oh, God. oh no, 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 no. I like when you say, when I say, what you got? You go, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. Uh, I've got a couple. Are these ancestry ones? Yeah. Um, a couple podcasts ago, Kip, uh, Kip started to read an ancestry one, then got sidetracked by a different review. That's true. It's true. So, so I've never read is. any. Thank you, listeners, for sticking with us. Yeah, and a lot of people have been asking about it. It's about to pay off. They were like, what happened? Yeah, we were waiting for that for uh, those reviews. Well, here they are. But this, well, there's some people uh, reviewing Ancestry.com. Cool. Which is, um, Ancestry.com is really fun and cool, you know, but and it's super yeah, it's, interesting. But you, you kind of forget that you have to pay for it, and then you get really into it, and then you kind of like don't look at it for a while and you're like what am i paying for this for and then you like then you're like this is the greatest thing ever i gotta pay for this that's what's happening to me kind of in waves it's a really great way to and only acceptable way to just send your spit through the mail (laughs) most importantly yeah yeah uh this is ron ellis gave ancestry.com one star and says not like it used to be (laughs) <laughs> called five times yeah and the first four went to the philippines terrible a terrible terrible and actually excruciating to go through an ordeal of this nature what was he calling about i don't understand why there would ever be a need to call him unless like something got lost in the mail or i guess you could get your dna mixed up with someone else like in that movie short time with dabney coleman 
where they get his <laughs> his medical chart mixed up with oh, the and he thinks he only has a couple days Ill. to live or something. Yeah, and so he starts like yeah. acting very erratic. Great movie, Dabney Coleman. Short time with Dabney Coleman. Dabney Coleman, one of the greatest actors of our time. He really is underused and underrated. Hot to Trot with Bobcat Goldthwait and Dabney Coleman. Is that a talking horse movie? Hot talking to horse? Trot. I can't remember if there's a talking horse in that one or not, but uh, Hot to Trot. Fun fact, ladies and gentlemen, my first day in Los Angeles as an intern at the Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn, the lead guest was Dabney Coleman. Is that right? That's right. Wow, that's amazing. I know. Uh, here's Geoman. He gives it one star and says, Dreadful website in which any idiot is able to place anyone they like in the family tree to get away with it unchallenged. Trying to do a specific search on a person and they thought up all sorts of ridiculous matches and not what you asked for. This DNA service is purely a money-making exercise. And they also easily found out I was the Golden State Killer, which I couldn't even challenge because it's DNA. <laughs> and it's true. Here's one person that just gives it one star and just says, Ancestry stole my DNA. Yeah, you gave it one to star. them willingly, yeah. right? Yep. yep. <laughs> Here's another one that gives it one star. Rachel Jacobson says, I wasn't finished with my last comment. <laughs> I hit I the like space that. bar, and that ended the session. I was still <laughs> trying to comment on my past experience. Most surveys allow you to go back to your last comments, which would have allowed me to finish my comments. Instead, I got another part of the survey. One star. Well, now you're not even finishing your comment. <laughs> she didn't finish it. Yeah. Now that's she, your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Here's somebody that leaves one, uh, one star uh, and just says, Hungarians. Amen. Maybe they didn't want to be, uh, they didn't, maybe they didn't want their ancestry to come back Hungarian. You know who's <laughs> Hungarians? Hungarian? <laughs> you know who's Hungarian? Kaiser Dabney Soze. Coleman. Oh, Ka- Kaiser yeah. Soze. Yeah, <laughs> Latsima Jürgen Latsima Kaiser Soze. <laughs> Found out I'm related to Kaiser Soze. (laughs) I like when Kaiser Soze shoots his entire family. (laughs) This person says, really scary. This person, Kobes33, gives it one star and says, I don't believe the results. (laughs) I know that I'm half Native American. I'm a registered member of the reservation here in Minnesota. The results said that I'm only only 9% Native American. Either the test results are fabricated or. Or I have different parents. Oh, yeah. could be. Could yeah. be. I yeah. uh, I think people can get really attached to whatever their identity is, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. whatever they th- have thought it is their entire mm-hmm. life. And, yeah, they're not going to let something like this challenge it. But I also don't know how these DNA kits, there could be shady happenings going on over there to Ancestry. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, man? Yeah. They could be swapping spit all over the place over there. Yeah, they're probably yeah, like I don't... Put, they're they're probably making out and then then pouring other people's spit into their mouths while they're making out with each other. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they just take the spit and uh, put it all in one big like spittoon, and then swish it all around and pour it onto a bunch of lab equipment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
It's like one of those how it's made. I watched it, but it was about Ancestry.com. Yeah, and it's 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 not. Let's just say it's not sterile. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, here's one for a switch. Switching gears a little bit. This is for a. It's a gene test. It's the health gene test. Oh, to give see you if you yeah if you carry like some sort of like Huntington's part of your, disease. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Part of your. Uh, DNA is broken or something or right. misspelled or something like that. But it also tells you about your um, your ancestry, too. They try to tell you best they can. I think that may be a little more accurate even than ancestry. This is from Brody. He says, Inaccurate test results. I want a 100% refund. I am now terrified that this company now has my DNA. <laughs> I love how they could... They- couldn't have possibly thought about that before yeah. doing it. I wonder what they're going to do with our DNA. Anyway, he says that I got my results and they were wildly inaccurate. How would you know? Yeah. I, For, like, isn't, anyway, I know I'm English and Irish. That's it. Their test told me that I was Punjabi, Pakistani, and Han Chinese. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> different, right? You'd have to have a little bit of a look. If, it, if yeah. it's that might be a little off, that one. There, there that is one. a chance, yeah, maybe uh, some things got mixed up. But what I would do is uh, I would just go around telling people, yeah, apparently I'm <laughs> Pakistani and Chinese. I had no idea until I got this DNA test. Uh, Doug, what, what you got? Or did you already got? I already got you. Oh, should we take got- a break? Hey, yeah, I got it queued up. And then when we come back, we will catch back up with... Uh, Kate Blanchett, who seems to have her technical difficulties worked out on her computer. More Toss with Sash right after this. Give me a break, I sure deserve it. It's time I made it to the top. Give me a break, I'm looking forward. Get behind me, pull out every stop. Pretending won't let him get the best of me. Whoa, 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 give me a break. The game is a Bible. Give me a break and plan my arrival. Give me a break. Oh, heaven's sake. What happened to my piece of the cake? Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Kate Blanchett. She had to do. She had to go to do another podcast. She just does them all. <laughs> yeah. So we apologize, but she had to jump over onto another podcast. Pardon the interruption with Tony Kornheiser <laughs> and Michael Wilbon. Um, Doug, you have today's sponsor. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, this week's episode of Tossed with Sage is brought to you by Scott and Jeff Headbeds. <laughs> Now, uh, yeah. we all we all know what a bed is, uh-huh. right? It's uh, what most of us sleep on if we're lucky enough. Uh, I have a queen-size bed, nice. but it's always been missing something. It's got the sheets, uh-huh. yeah. and it's got the comforter, yeah. but uh, these new Scott and Jeff head beds, they're like mm-hmm. little tiny beds for your head. Sure. So I have. Oh, I have so you're four, not just. I have four of them. So yeah. So your head's not just flopping around on the mattress, 
all by itself, like with no support on your neck. These things sort yeah. of support your neck, but they're also very soft. And I don't know why someone didn't invent these earlier, but uh, here we are, you know, filling that void. Uh, and you're that and need. you're getting a and you're getting a quality night's rest now. Yes, I I usually only slept uh, two to three hours uh, a week, and now <laughs> eight hours a night, easy. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Because my head just kind of flops around too. I can't like. Yeah, I don't know what to do? It's kind of like it ends up. It's so flat back there on that mattress that there's. I mean, no, you have a you, you have a girlfriend, something. so you could use her sort yeah. of as a, a headbed. But you but, wish there was something to kind of like cradle your head instead of it just going flat up against that mattress. Right, right, and a lot of times, you know, you'll just bang your head on the, if you have a bed frame. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, these sort of protect against that too. So I haven't had a, a nighttime concussion since getting these. This is huge, man. There's this other guy, apparently, who has been selling these. He sells them by the name of My Pillow. But, I mean. Oh, yeah, Mike Pillow, that guy. Yeah. Pillow? That's a terrible name. Headbed. Yeah, what's a pillow? Yeah, what's a pillow? It's a headbed. All right? It's a bed for your head. Yeah. And order now, and we'll include uh, sheets for your headbed. it's like sheets for your bed but they're like yeah it's like miniature it's a little sack mini sheets to put your head bed in that's adorable dude scott and jeff head beds order yours now so that's this week's uh sponsor kip do you got some news scott and jeff Um, news you know the listener base that we should be going after uh is the the astronauts currently on the International Space Station. Mm. You know? Mm. Because mm-hmm. then we'd be like a inner like a intergalactic, inner- the fur- right. furthest reaching podcast and the most popular podcast in space. Right. You They've know? gotta listen to other podcasts. I mean, I right. imagine astronauts love Joe Rogan. Right, and if that's they, all they've got they up there, right there's got to be a couple demo. people that that you know want to listen to the Joe Rogan's rival podcast. Yeah. They only have an old radio up there, and someone plugs in their iPod, and uh, yeah, you can't listen to your own thing. Like whatever you're listening to up there, everyone's listening to it. As yeah, so I understand, I was, so I was doing a little, stations. I was doing a little research, and uh, right now the people up there, they're it's called Expedition Sixty Four. And mm. there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Six, 64 seven, of them on board. Yeah, yeah. There's seven people up there right now. And so Ooh. once we get one person to listen to it, you know the word of mouth up there has got to be crazy. Oh, yeah. that's y- Yeah. You, you mean the mean? communication, like once someone likes something. Yeah. yeah. So we just have to get in with one of these people, right? So Kate Rubens is up there. Let me tell you a little bit about Kate here. Um, she is, let me see if we have some sort of an in, you know, she is yeah. a microbiology and biochemist expert. You, any of those things, hmm. Doug? No, but I think, uh, she would really enjoy my soap reviews. A lot of biochemistry involved. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's a possibility. Uh, here's another yeah. one. This guy, this is the guy that I think maybe we have the best shot at. Yeah. Victor Go Glover. Ahead. Don't know him. Yeah, so Victor don't, Glover don't know him. is a California native. 
Hmm. Oh. And hey, we're we live in California. Yeah. You I'll be damned. In, born in Pomona. I got a lot in common with this astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. And he's born in Pomona, and he's married. Uh, it says his wife's name on the NASA website. So I don't know how many followers she has, but maybe we could like you know talk talk to her on Twitter. Then she tells him about it. You know. Yeah. So that's, that's we a got good something idea. going on there. Like we could even drive over there if her, the address isn't on here. But well, we should make a concentrated effort over the next uh, few weeks to involve as much astronauty stuff um, that we can. You know, getting astronauty Things. up there. Um, yeah. There's a Japanese dude, Soshi Noguchi, mm-hmm. but then he said in parentheses it says Doctor Phil. Maybe Doctor <laughs> Phil's going to take his place up there or something. Um, he he went up there. He was launched from the Baikonur Cosmodrome in Kazakhstan. Oh, that so sounds he's amazing. There. He's up there. I I figured uh, Doctor Phil like they're going to have to figure out a new rocket to get that huge fucker into space. <laughs> Let's see here, Michael Hopkins. There's another American guy. He's uh, that sounds like a made-up American name. Like, let's think yeah, of right. yeah, a, right. a name for an American guy. Michael he to, Hopkins. <laughs> he went to Lake of the Ozarks High School, like that show Ozark. So he graduated high school. That's good. So that's a pre. That's a requirement for these astronauts. Yeah. So you're still on the on the right track. Yeah. Did I tell you that I'm going to go to space, Doug? When? I don't know. Whenever it gets cheap enough. So right now, you, I think even to get on one of those Virgin Galactic flights, it's like five hundred thousand dollars. But at some point, it will be like fifty thousand dollars. Right. It's all about the price right. point. Like if I have enough of my life savings, and then Stephanie will be like, "Hey, uh, I thought the life savings were like for putting the kids through school and our retirement or something." And I, and I would say like, "Yeah, we'll talk about it when I get back from space." Yeah, I'm yeah. going to space, so. Yeah, you just keep yeah. having these ideas. I'll come back with some space ideas. <laughs> yeah, we can have. And we'll this see who wins. <laughs> um, and then here's this guy, Sergey Kud Sverkajov. He's a Russian up there. Uh huh. Did he also launch from the Kazakhstan aerodrome? Yeah, he did actually. The Cosmo. I guess they they got to send up a couple people at a time. They're not just sending up single occupants. Probably not. Probably not. You know, but he. It says here that his hobbies include traveling, reading, traveling, Tra- the one star traveling. Pod, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, we talk about traveling. That'd be funny if he didn't like to travel, but he was in space. <laughs> uh, he likes reading <laughs> and music, which is kind of like what a podcast is like—a the middle ground. Yeah, between that's reading true. and music. <laughs> and he likes gardening, so maybe that's a guy that's a target also. Or maybe we just start doing the show in Russian. Wait, is he a botanist or something? He is. What's his a, let's role see, he, on board? He finished secondary school number twelve and junior aviators club in Nizhnevorsky. You know, I really thought like we'd be moving a lot quicker on this whole space thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess there's just not enough money put into it. Like if if the space program had the same amount of money that our military gets, I, I imagine we'd have a lunar base by now mm-hmm. at least and yeah. probably be on Mars. Totally. You want to hear what they're up to up there right now? I'm on their Twitter. On I'm, the... On the, I'm on their Twitter account. Oh, man, you it hacked says, You hacked into it? Yeah, it says, uh, it 
it says uh, a breakthrough for space plant research. Uh, Astro Illini, I think that's that's the guy that you said has the American name. The- he executed the first plant transplant in the space station's veggie facility. This guy works What's in that? a veggie facility. Come on, this guy needs some good, uh, some good podcasts in his yeah, life. Yeah, these guys are bored. <laughs> Yeah, and we've got thousands what I did and today. thousands of episodes a, for him. A fucking plant transplant. <laughs> Anyone got a good podcast to listen to? It to gets really. <laughs> if anybody, if any of our listeners out there are on the space station, uh, or know somebody on the space station, or is an astronaut about to head up there, let them know about the podcast. Yeah, we'll send you also uh, a, a free shirt. Um, well, maybe they could pay for it. I don't know. And <laughs> if need be, like, just to speed things along, Kip and I will volunteer to go into space. Yes. Yeah, we could just go do it live up there if they and just invite us up. You live right by heads. JPL. Dude, should I do the airheads? Like, I know where Master Control is. I could get into Mission Control, put the tape in. We, we, put, we record these on um, cassette tapes. Oh, yeah. I jam it in there and just... Send it straight up to the space station. International Space Station, we have an emergency podcast from the emergency podcast system. <laughs> Two guys named Scott and Jeff just came in here and hijacked mission control. Are they going to um, uh, take take control of all the satellites? No. They're trying to force us to listen to their podcast. <laughs> to their <laughs> uh, underproduced, mediocre podcast. <laughs> I did. I took the tour. I know where it is. Oh, I we took the tour the too. Yeah, could, yeah. Yeah, they could do it the next time they give a tour. We could do it, or we could maybe. What if we just kind of like slip one into one of the new rovers that they're building? The most widely listened to podcast yeah, for sure. Right? The furthest reaching podcast or something. What do you say about our show? Do you think someone from every continent has listened? There's got to be people in other countries who are God, moni- that's a great, that's monitoring like our podcast for intelligence reasons sure and sure. they get and they listen to ours once and got hooked yeah <laughs> yeah okay doug uh do you want to it's time to play what else you got hey oh are you ready to play heck yeah okay doug Ooh, what else you got all right so i uh usually Look up bar soaps, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm a big bar soap looker-upper sure. Sure. of reviews. This is uh, a review for hand soaps. Oh, is, hand soaps. This is Mrs. Meyer's Clean Day Liquid Hand Soap, cruelty-free. Ooh, cruelty-free. That's good. Yeah. That's always good with your soap. And that means it's made without parabens, phthalates. That's spelled P-H-T-H. How do you okay. say that? Phthalates, P H T H A L A T E S. Okay, so it's made without parabens, phthalates, animal-derived ingredients, and always a cruelty-free soap. So, like, um, there's no. You're picturing. I'm sure you at home are picturing them forcing a bunch of uh, rats in a lab to just line up under tiny sinks and wash their hands with this hand soap, right? Is that what everybody's picturing? Yeah, I picture that, and I also picture them like um, restraining a chimpanzee in a a seat, like in the movie Clockwork Orange, where yeah. they open yeah. its eyes. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. 
and uh, they just put drops of hand soap in the chimpanzee's pump. eyes. <laughs> pump, pump right in there just to see if it makes them tear up or burn out yeah. or anything. That's what most hand soap places do, but not this place. <laughs> not Mrs. Myers. <laughs> And while they're doing that, like they're playing video of them doing that to other chimpanzees. Yeah, yeah. So they cruel. know what's coming. You know, see, what that's I mean? a cruelty full soap. That's a cruelty full soap, which <laughs> yeah. you don't see advertised that no. much. No. Yeah, that's yeah. why they're cheaper. It's yeah. cheaper to uh, torture a chimpanzee <laughs> than to not. <laughs> I was just reading before this that one of the like the coconut milk. They had to take it off the shelves because they found out that the people that were making the uh, coconut milk were using monkey labor. (laughs) That's a real story. They were using the monkeys to help them. Get the coconuts? Yeah, and they weren't paying them enough. And the monkeys, you know, I guess they should unionize, I suppose, but it's hard to do that. Yeah, they should just get in contact contact with MailChimp. Oh, that's um, a and see what they did for their union. Here's a one-star review for Mrs. Meyer's Clean Day Cruelty-Free Liquid Hand Soap from CBK, the CBK Killer. (laughs) Uh, They give it one star and say, Can't take the scent. I use lavender soap every day, and I love it. But this isn't lavender. I perceive fake grape with a bubblegum undertone. It is not a soothing, relaxing scent. I don't think I would even give this as a gift. Soap Mollier, anyone? <laughs> Soap Mollier. Uh, lavender undertones. Yeah, uh, bubblegum undertones. I'm a Soap Mollier. Oh, you you were the people with the wine? Yeah, say, yeah but with uh, liquid hand soaps. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the thing that caught my attention is they won't even give it as a gift. <laughs> what a great gift that would be yeah god imagine opening that under the, the tree Another one from Ooh, Bra- hand soap again huh yeah oh thank you linda oh linda this is three incredible years of hand soaps you really know how to gift <laughs> um barat ram one star do not comma buy this <laughs> I don't know okay. why the commas there. <laughs> it uh, it smells like absolute crap. Yeah, the mm. CBK killer told us that. I couldn't breathe because of the odor. I never write reviews, but I have to write about this. I wouldn't even gift this to Lucius Malfoy. Maybe I'd give it to Voldemort, because honestly, he'd be the only one who wouldn't find any issues with it, seeing that he doesn't have a nose and all. Pros, it's not drying. Cons, smells awful. Way better hand wash liquids are out there for the same or better price. This guy's a real whiz with the review. He went a pretty kind of a long way to get to that Voldemort reference, didn't he? Yeah, he probably works it into every review, I imagine. His love of Harry Potter. Kip, what else you got? Ooh, already? Shit. Well, I've got well, some, we sort of uh, go back and forth on this one. So. Yeah, I've got, uh, I've, uh, got I've got a uh, this is a slight departure here, Doug. This is a, a new segment that I would call Tosp Wick Sage. Uh-huh. I'm testing out a new segment. 
and it's where I uh, hit the random Wikipedia generator. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. So here we go. Okay, I'm on Wikipedia. Here we go. And... <laughs> no whammies! I got uh, Slash from Guns yeah, N' Roses. Slash. The guitarist Slash. All right. Yeah, so I'm just kind of skimming it here, but I don't know how much you know about Slash. Not very much. I'm excited. Yeah. Like it says, uh, during his early years, Slash was raised by his father and paternal grandparents in Stoke-on-Trent. What's he's where British. Is that? Oh, Slash is I British. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you don't, you don't know much about Slash here. Um, but he steals American hats. Correct. His hat that he wears, he like shoplifted it on Melrose Boulevard before a show and then wore it on stage as a joke, but then thought it looked cool and never took it off again. <laughs> but it's I get dirty. that. Yeah, Slash was given the nickname Slash by. Actor Seymour Cassell. Oh, nice. I remember we ran into Seymour Cassell <laughs> once at the uh, place in uh, on Main Street in Santa Monica. What was that place called? Oh, Enterprise Fish Company. Enterprise Fish Company. We saw yeah. Seymour Cassell there. Yeah. yeah, he named Slash somehow. That's pretty cool. I don't know how that is. And then it also says in here that uh, Slash was a... Uh, before he was... A musician, he was a uh, BMX champion. I was always a, a bigger fan of his BMXing than his guitar playing. <laughs> now, did Seymour Cassell give him the nickname Slash because of his BMXing, or was it more about the guitar? He gave him the nickname because he was always in a hurry, zipping around from one thing to another. Oh, so it is BMXing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a BMXing nickname for Slash. <laughs> A champion BMX rider. What's his uh, real name? Saul Hudson. Saul right. Hudson. Uh, born in the Hempstead area of London. I want to go to a, a Guns N' Roses show and just go, Saul Hudson! Love you, brother! <laughs> Slash, Slash was named after Romanian-American cartoonist Saul Steinberg. Oh, that's, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. That's who I was named after. His, uh, so his mom is Ola Hudson, and she was rumored to be in a relationship for quite a while with David Bowie. Dang. This guy has crazy, crazy life, doesn't he? I mean, that's that's no Dabney Coleman, but still pretty cool. (laughs) David Bowie's pretty cool, and he's no Dabney Coleman, though. Okay. (laughs) And then there's some stuff about him being in a band and stuff. Uh, So how did that go? That was our first uh, Toss Wick Sage. Here, let me do one. All right, top wick sag. What what else you wicks? Okay, random article. All right, here is uh, the Wikipedia page for fact: the Federation of American Consumers and Travelers. Oh God, that's perfect for this show. It's a nonprofit organization and consumer group based in Edwardsville, Illinois, United States, and provides disaster aid continuing education scholarships, community and classroom grants, assistance for small business owners, travel discounts. Well, this, this segment is dead. And a consumer a hotline slash library. It has about one million members. All right. I'm going to add to the Wikipedia page that they're proponents of the podcast <laughs> Tospoisage, and they Do recommend it. it to all their members. 
Doug, what else you got? Here's what else I got. Here's a review for this place called Anime Jungle slash Entertainment Hobby Shop Jungle. What? It's what it's one of those places that sells like uh manga and anime uh comics, but it also sells those like Funko action figures, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and other like collectible toys. Which is not really my thing, but hey, it makes these people happy. Yeah. Robert L. gives it one star and says, Truly amazing selection of Japanese Godzilla and all things pop culture from Japan, as well as hard-to-find vintage toys. Cool. I only wish that the staff that works there made you feel like shopping there. The norm for me is once every two weeks, I go there and spend between $250 and $500. Wow. Depending on what new vintage Godzilla items they have. Today, it's all about the Godzilla, huh? Okay. Yeah. Today, I walked out with nothing. I left behind about $280 worth of Godzilla toys. Yeah, we know you like Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> and a perpetual calendar from 2004, which was amazing, all because of the long-haired, bearded guy. Wow, what a rude man. I left the store angry at the fact that the customer service is far from hospitable. This guy's got a problem, though. I mean, $500 in Godzilla every two weeks. <laughs> there, how, could, how does the guy that works at the shop even able to keep up with this guy's uh, demand, thirst, yeah. lust for Godzilla merchandise? He's probably asked to send anything you got. Yeah, maybe this guy who worked there was like trying to stage an intervention and this guy wasn't having it. He's like, just sell me the Godzilla stuff and let me go in you peace. <laughs> Uh, but he also described this guy who works here as basically the guy from the Simpsons, the comic book guy, (laughs) Yeah, long, long haired bearded guy. And, uh, most of the reviews were about how these people will follow you around the store. And as soon as you touch something, they will say, you can't touch that, (laughs) 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 which is pretty great. Uh, and then. Andrew A. Uh, gave it one star and wrote, Horribly. He didn't, he didn't put the L in there. Horribly. Went to the robot and toy part of the store and never coming back. <laughs> so not a lot of information in that other than he was terrified by the robot and toy section. It almost seems like he went into there and he's never coming back out. Uh, like he's still yeah. trapped in there. Right, and I'm right. Still right. trapped in there. I turned into a tiny toy. <laughs> um, Bella M gives it one star and says, hmm. I think it's strange that no one else has voiced this as a problem on Yelp yet, but the place is covered with under the skirt shots of girls. The fact that they are cartoons makes no difference. It's not even reserved to a section in the back. I went in to check out games, figures, rare anime, and buy a pack of magic cards for my girlfriend. But I was thoroughly disturbed and offended by the abundance of bare butts and left. This place is going to be swamped with Tosposage listeners after hearing this review. <laughs> this store is about to pop off. <laughs> 
Uh, Kip, what else you got? Doug, what else you got? <laughs> All right, here's another one for this anime collectible place. Maria C. gives it one star. This was written on 7-11-2013, a bygone era. <laughs> Won't be coming back here again, that's for sure. Not only is everything there way overpriced, every time I go in there, the people that work there follow you around suspiciously and always find a reason to yell at you for. I went in with my boyfriend the other day, and they told him that he couldn't smoke his e-cig vaporizer, that legally he can smoke anywhere because it's just vapor. The guy's excuse was, well, this is a hobby shop, and we don't know what it will do to our merchandise. Dude, it's frickin' vapor. It's not going to do anything to your precious toys. This customer back in 2013, it was still the Wild West with vaping. You know? <laughs> One thing about that review, they don't mention the animated porn. <laughs> That's so weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, What else you got, Kip? Now, I've got another new segment idea. Oh, good. It's called the One Star Stand-Up Comedy Showcase, where yeah. I make you tell me one of your old stand-up jokes. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so I'm gonna. I, I'll, I'm I'll do the best I can to remember the uh, the Redwoods joke. Oh, okay. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, coming now, coming to the stage. You know him, you love him. It's Doug Perkins. Hey, uh, good to be here. Good to be here. Nice to see everyone. Um, if if the tree house that is built within you is large enough to have a helipad, <laughs> you might be a redwood. <laughs> All right? <laughs> if, if the only bird that can build a nest in you is a pterodactyl, <laughs> you might be a redwood. Yeah. I mean, why why am I not world <laughs> famous? Part of my uh new stand-up special. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. You might be a redwood called You Might Be a Redwood. That's yeah, just an hour of about. those jokes. <laughs> uh Kip, I heard recently that you you listened to a woman's voice and it it, it rather surprised you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> <laughs> this is the karaoke joke. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, so here we go. Let's. I've got to see if I remember these anyway. Okay, so I went. Uh, I went out with this uh, girl. It's not a good place to. A uh, good place to take somebody on a first date uh, is to a karaoke place. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Because like you're sitting there, you're trying to have a conversation, and then some guy's like screeching Kenny Loggins' "Danger Zone" in your ear. Right, uh, right. That's what this yeah. guy told me when I was singing Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But anyway, the <laughs> girl that I was with, I still I still remember to this day. Sure. So it, was, uh, it burned into my mind because she had the face of an angel. Uh-huh. Angel's manager, Mike Sosha. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, that, but she could sing, joke. man. She had the voice of an angel. Uh-huh. Angel's backup catcher, Tom Gregorio, <laughs> who's a classically trained soprano. He went to Juilliard. He played for their baseball team. 
Uh, was that it? Yeah. Is that the joke? I, it was something yeah, like that, that's right? the joke. Yeah, I met uh, <laughs> I met this guy once. Um, he was so so courageous. He had, he had the heart of a lion. Yeah. Oh, a lions. Former head coach Wayne Fonts. Oh man! Here's my opener in my if I do a new act. Okay. So I just come out on stage and uh, everyone's just applauding wildly. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And then I look look them all dead in the eye and I say, you know, every chair's a folding chair if you're not a fucking pussy. (laughs) I like that. Doug, you have anything else? Okay, so we didn't get any emails on our account, but I did get a, a couple text messages that I assume are podcast-related. Okay. Here's one that uh, from an unknown number. It mm-hmm. says, We are saluting Biden's selection by offering free dong enhancers <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> Doug, you're welcome. <laughs> Dong enhancers. Well, yeah, every time, you know, there's a new president. (laughs) president selected. Yeah, yeah, the president. (laughs) Did you guys go to the presidential selection? (laughs) Yeah, but you you have to worry about free dong enhancers, you know. (laughs) I've been paying good money for my dong enhancers. Um. And then I got another uh, text about the show from a, <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. a very similar phone number yeah. that says, we're celebrating Biden's selection by gifting free dong strengtheners <laughs> for everybody. What about, you know, what about dong straighteners? Yeah. Yeah, that would be handy. Yeah. I, I assume like that's they... got to be the next text in the queue for them to send it's, out. It's probably like the hair straighteners kind of like those curling irons that do the opposite of, right uh, <laughs> yeah know. just use a a flat iron <laughs> yeah i don't yeah i don't need this <laughs> what I, what are they even g- trying to give you is it pills or something i don't know what or, are dong or, strengtheners are they pills or are they like i a, think it's a weight set it's sort of like it's a, a kettlebell. workout system <laughs> yeah it's a 90 day workout system <laughs> Then I got another text uh, today, and it says, Doug, get a stiffy. Free sample promotion ends on Saturday. Is it one of those kind of like box of the month clubs where they just send you a box of dong dong straighteners? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I sign up for all sorts of dong-related stuff, so it's probably one of those, but... uh, yeah. <laughs> Kip, do you have anything? No, else? I don't. I, I mean, before we sign off, I just want to one more time um, just say something to that person who gave us a five star review. Oh, yeah. Take it down or re review us and give us one star. If you gave us five stars because you like the show, please change it to one star. If you gave it five stars because you hated it, then, I mean, I guess that's the right move, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can't really say anything about that. I guess that's what you should have done if you hated it. But please go and get leave us a one-star review, folks. We'll see you on the next episode of Tospassage. You'll be hearing from us. <laughs>
Whether you listen to this podcast or you don't listen to this podcast, remember to listen to this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show. And if you're listening up in the uh, International Space Station, uh, good night from Earth. <laughs>